Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We're back with Mike Hippel, the author and photographer behind Lived Through That, 90s Musicians Today, for a few bonus questions. Thanks for joining us again, Mike. Can you tell us what are your favorite artists from the 90s? I know that's a tough one. Yes. So I have so many. Uh, a couple from the book. Lush is a big one. Belly was a big one. Love both of those bands. Founds of Wayne, I think I, I mentioned in the other podcast, another big favorite from that time period. Uh, other big, you know, I, I also mentioned the Sundays being a, a, a kind of a starting off point that I wanted for the book, but didn't get. I love them so much. Uh, Juliana Hatfield, another mm. Boston person. Uh, Lemonheads, another Boston band. Some of that British music like Blur and Soup Dragons were, were in the book. Love them. Uh, Beck, who's had a career that goes way beyond the 90s. Love Beck. Uh, Saint Etienne still putting out great music as well. Primal Screen, like <laughs> you can go on. There's a ton of bands that I, I just love from that time period, but that's just a, a, a smattering. What about your favorite records? Give me three from this era that everyone should know. Oh gosh, I will definitely admit to your audience that uh, you did give me this question in advance, and I <laughs> am try. I was trying to narrow this down, uh, and I have. Oh, gosh. Okay. So uh, <laughs> let's start off with uh, Slater Kinney's Dig Me Out. I'm up here in, in Seattle, so and they're from, they're from Olympia. I didn't really know a lot about them until that time period. I went into a record store back in the days when you'd go into record stores, <laughs> and uh, I was just flipping through the stacks. The woman behind the counter put on the Slater Kinney Dig Me Out record, and uh, I, it was, I immediately was like, what is this? And I went out to the counter and I'm like, <laughs> I said, mm. what is this? Like, I need, I need to own this. And she's like, oh, it's Sl Slater Kinney, take me out. It doesn't, it's not out yet. It comes out next month. We just have an advanced copy of it. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to remember that. I have to remember mm. that. I have to, I have to come back and get this. Cause it was, it was just, it was definitely something that, that like came out of the head, out of the speakers and like grabbed you. And just, you just felt this instant connection with it. Like, what is this? That the voice, the voice was just so amazing, incredible. It just just grabs you. So, so that would be the first one that I can definitely just point to as a as a strong contender for one of the best mm -hmm. albums of the '90s. 
Uh, another one is going to be Automatic for the People by R.E.M., mm. start to finish. Just This is the album that he's got that uh, Man on the Moon on it, right? right. Uh, I think I so. Think so. That, that's my least favorite song on here. But other than that, like just a stellar record. And the two closers, uh, well, Night Swimming, just just a stunning, stunning song. I just, I love that album so much. Mm-hmm. So the last slot, gosh. <laughs> so I have on here uh, the debut record from Elastica. I have the Throwing Muses, The Real Ramona, and Liz Fair's Exile in Guyville. And I think those are going to have to be the runner-ups. And I think for number three, I'm going to go with Portishead's Dummy. Oh, wow. Just because, you know, everybody heard that song, Sour Times. All the, I, We heard it all the time, right, on the radio. And a friend of mine had asked me, she goes, oh, I've got these tickets to this band Portishead. Do you want to come with me? Because my friend can't come. And I'm like, I had known that song. I kind of liked it. I'm like, sure, I'll go to that. So I went. And it was the most amazing experience. It was just so great. They played this movie on the screen on the opposite side of the venue. So everybody's backs are turned and they're looking at the screen and there's a soundtrack to it, right? And and at some point, the band is actually coming on stage behind you uh, and they're slowly taking over the soundtrack to the the film that you're watching. And all of a sudden, you know, Beth Gibbons... Yeah, starts to sing and you turn around and she's she's just a magnetic performer that she's just hanging on that on the microphone stand, a cigarette hanging out of her <laughs> mouth. It was like it was just remarkable. It was just a remarkable, remarkable show. And uh, I, I went out immediately and bought the record and start to finish. That is a classic record, too. So that would that'll that'll, that'll round out my top three. That's a good list. Finally, it's it seems there's a new music documentary dropping every week these days, and maybe it's because we're all confined with COVID that you're searching for things, and, you know, it's a good time for that. I'm wondering if you know of or have any favorite docs of bands of this era. Yeah, so um, I do have a couple here that oh, right. I, I've written down. The first one I'm, uh, I'm going to say is The Punk Singer, the, the story with Kathleen Hanna and Bikini Kill. I was very excited to see that. I'm glad that that story is being told and that that movement is getting out there. And the first thing that I kept thinking about when I was watching that, I think at the time my daughter may have been five or six years old. I'm like, God, I can't wait for my my daughter to be a teenager and for me to watch this with her so she knows what girl power really is, right? It's like, it's not the Spice Girls. This is what girl power is. This is what being, you know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. it just felt... I was like, I want my daughter to see this movie and see these women and what they're about and know about them. Uh, And then, so speaking of women too, uh, this new uh, HBO Max documentary on Alanis Morissette. Oh, wow. uh, I went into that. I wasn't quite sure about if I was going to like that or not. I was a fan of Alanis Morissette. And I will say that in doing the 90s book, Alanis Morissette's name and Nirvana's name came up all the time from all these artists, you know, whether or not, you know, Nirvana opening up the doors for, for bands or Alanis Morissette kind of shutting the door on some of these women artists hmm. uh, because of radio programmers and so on. It's not Alanis Morissette's fault, but, you know, that, that the whole vibe of, you know, well, we already are playing Alanis Morissette. We can't play Belly on the radio or, you know what I mean? I heard this time and time again from the, some of the female artists. So it was just, it was really interesting to see that documentary and, you know, I like. I, th- I feel like I like Alanis Morissette even more after seeing that that documentary. And mm, you know, it wasn't easy for her either necessarily. And it wasn't her fault that these other artists weren't getting played. It was, you know, these music industry gatekeepers who were kind of making these weird rules about they're only 
being allowed one women artist at a time or whatnot. Uh, anyway, that was a, that was pretty fascinating. I was unsure what to go what what that was going to be like going in, but uh, it was pretty great. Uh, and then the last documentary I'm going to say this is going to be a little bit left field after talking about those kinds of things. Uh, and this is one that was actually that actually came out in 1991, and it is Madonna's Truth or Dare. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there, just because. I mean, I, I keep reading that, you know, they say like the real world, that MTV show is what really kind of inspired a lot of reality TV. If you watch Truth or Dare, like that basically sets the template for like all these reality shows because mm. Madonna knows exactly what she's doing. And she's like the producer who is creating these scenarios. So it's kind of set up and it, then you kind of see what happens, the real part that comes with it. But Madonna is totally in control and that entire time. There's no way that that movie is, you know... 100% authentic in any way, shape, or form, but yet it's still fascinating to watch, right? So, you know, there's definitely are authentic reactions, but Madonna is definitely like setting up the scenarios for these reactions to occur. It's a fascinating and very well shot uh, documentary. Fascinating is the right word for that one, as it is for your two books, and, uh, and I encourage people to read them and also check out your podcast, which I'm going to do. Thank you again, Mike, for joining us. Thanks for having me, Steve. If you enjoyed this teaser, have a listen to the complete podcast episode on your favorite podcast provider. Please follow, subscribe, and share. And thanks for listening to All Music Podcasts, a member of Pantheon Media. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.